I want to have 10,000 followers by the end of uh, this year. It's possible to make money from this and I want to turn this into a business if possible. It's not just about building business for me, but it's also about inspiring those girls. So how much did you earn through your Instagram? How much did I earn? Hi guys, welcome back to Fashion Project Japan. Woo! Woo. Welcome to episode 3 and today our guest is... Jia! So Jia started her own uh, online fitness community and today we're going to kind of talk to her and find out a lot more about you know how to get started doing your own passion project as a student, the steps you need to build your online presence and her general advice for people who just want to start their own passion projects. Okay, hi guys. So I've been hosting uh, Passion Project Japan for so far two episodes and today I've come here as a guest to show you guys how I've been, mm, how to say, built my um, passion project, so-called Stay Home With Ling. Um, it's a it's um, fitness and nutrition kind of community where I share my advice on uh, exercise and nutrition, how to um, build your own maybe diet plans and exercise plan, um, especially for young girls, young women. Mm. Yeah. So how did you how did you start your fitness journey? How did I start my fitness journey? I think it was. It became serious like four years ago, around 2018 or 19. Um, at that time, I didn't really pra- um, exercise a lot. I only practiced like sports. But then I remember it was not a serious body shaming, but it was someone telling me that um, I look a little bit, how to say, saggy. <laughs> Is it the right word? Saggy? <laughs> so someone said that you look saggy, that, no. that's super mean. <laughs> no, it's not like, how to say. Um, a good uh, hourglass body. Ah, uh, okay. So, so basically, they're saying that you look kind of plain or like not not yeah. sexy, basically. Kind or like of what yeah. what their image of sexy is. Yeah, yeah like okay. um, you know, 90, 60, 90 kind of like body hourglass body where you have like big booties and then like big breasts, basically. Okay. And I didn't have something like that, and and yeah. Really? So I was. I decided to, because I, I also got a lot of influence online on, on Instagram, seeing different girls having like very nice pictures and then nice bodies. And I want to achieve something like that. So I started to, yeah, enter that fitness journey. But in the beginning, it was not really healthy. Most of the time I would just uh, exercise for maybe 10, 15 minutes. Um, but then I would not eat basically. Mm. Yeah. So I refrain myself from eating instead of exercising regularly in order to achieve that um, ideal body. I mean, do you think that you internalize a lot of like the images that you saw on Instagram and all the or like the social media in general, like the the image of the of an ideal girl, like you internalize those images and, and therefore you want to achieve that. So you, you did kind of in an unhealthy way. Hmm, kind of. Like, um, I think at that time there was a chart or something saying that if you're at this height, you should be at this weight. Okay. The B- I, like BMI? Not the BMI one, but um, a Vietnamese website, I don't remember, but they say that, um, let's say I'm 163 cm, right? So I should weigh maybe 50 kg or less. 
so that that was what I was trying to do, like making myself thinner, uh, lower weight, less than fifty. Some yeah, and at that time was I was fifty six, I think. Wow, that's so exact, that's so precise. Yeah, I I still remember the whole process of me uh, losing weight and gaining weight back over the past few years. So yeah. that was that was I guess the start of you maybe being health conscious in the sense of your conscious of your weight, but not necessarily health conscious in terms of building like a healthy lifestyle, mixing mm. exercising and good food. So mm. when did that interest in you know being active and living a healthy lifestyle? Mm. Yeah, when did it start? When did it start? So I think um, I. I started research more online, and then the more I get into um, exercising, the more I realize that oh, I'm really into um, working out already. Because before before that, I'm already kind of like athletic and sporty. I love playing different sports. Um, so for me, exercising is not a really um, it's not really a burden. So that's when I started to find research more about how to eat healthy. Um, how to exercise more regularly, and that's that's when I start changing my life, like changing my routine basically. Um, before that, I would just eat like um, sweet potatoes, um, chicken, or like apples. Wait, that sounds kind of healthy though. It it is healthy, but it's not yeah. enough. Imagine I would only eat one potato, one ah, sweet potato. Okay, so like not enough. Mm, okay. One apple and maybe just one chicken breast a day. Because that's what I think IU was apparently eating, <laughs> and I followed her. Yeah, and it didn't really work out. Like for, I think for a few months I didn't really lose any weight, but then I started eating like a little bit back. So every day I still try to um, eat breakfast, um, lunch, and dinner, but just like lesser amount. So I think that's when it comes to like it came to be more healthy. Um. Yeah. Wait, when was this again? Like how many years? Um, back? I think it was around twenty nineteen, so four years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so once you, kind of made that that I don't mental switch, I guess. Mm. Like, I think there's a huge difference between okay, like, I am I want to live healthy, to, I want to make content to inspire other people to live healthy, right? Mm. There has to be a like a point of realization when when, this interest that you have, mm. which is like. Healthy living, healthy eating, mm. exercising becomes something that you're so kind of into, or you believe in so much that you want to share it with the world, and transitioning to an online content. So when when did you start feeling like, hey, maybe I can make content about this? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's a nice question because I think around 2019, the end of 2019 or something, um, that was when coronavirus the epidemic started to happen. So it was very, very small at that time, but people started to um, close down schools and like, um, I didn't really have to go to school at that time even. And then I used to work a lot. So I had like Baito, like different part-time jobs, teaching jobs, um, and also like um, restaurant jobs. But at that time, because of the coronavirus, I didn't, really do those jobs and I started to think like oh actually recently a lot of people they made money through online sources like maybe they built YouTube channel um, to for their incomes 
um, or maybe they do affiliate marketing to gain like some like um, passive income. passive income. Yeah. So I was really inspired by that. I was like, oh, okay, why not? Why 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 should I just do something similar? So that's when I was like, um, oh, I do have a story. I do have something I want to share with other people. My my fitness journey, and maybe if um, I do this in the future, like consistently, then I would have a chance to maybe uh, train other people and make money at that time. So that was my original thought. If you find our contents valuable, please don't forget to share it with your friends too, so they know more about Passion Project Japan. Share, share, share. Okay, so from the very beginning, you 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 didn't treat this like purely as like you didn't treat Instagram purely as like a journal. Mm. You treated it almost like from the standpoint of like this is. I can make money from this. Like it's possible mm. to make money from this, and mm. I want to turn this into a business if possible. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you you went in with that mindset. I went in with that mindset. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you think that you know affected your, how, like how you did stuff? Would you have done things differently? You think if you if you didn't have that mindset? Hmm. I I would say so, because um, when I when I started the the Instagram account. Um, I always have like a goal. So my first goal, I still remember that I can, I want to have uh, 100 followers um, a week, and I tried, I, and I did that, and it, it really worked. And I think that one of the way I thought at that time that one of the way to um, reach out to different people and maybe get to get people to know me better is by making my my account bigger. More followers, so mm. I tried to do that. But if it was just purely um, an interest, I want to share my my stories, then I was just post without thinking about anything. But at that at that time, I already started to research how to build like an Instagram like grid to make it nicely aesthetic, and also what kind of contents I can put into my Instagram account. It it so what, what does kind take of content? Time, what kind of content did you post on your Instagram account? Um, the first few posts was just about food. So, if you look at other Instagram accounts, right, you would see that they would use a lot of like expensive um, ingredients, salmon, almonds, all those kind of like things that I yeah. cannot afford broke, myself. Broke uni students, a broke afford. university student cannot cannot afford it. Yeah. So I started to um, make my own recipes, and which also didn't really take a lot of time. So I used a lot of microwave recipes because, um, let's say, if you do like if you do bake a cake. Um, it w- it might take one or two hours, right? But if you do it with microwave, it can only take ten um, or fifteen minutes. So that's what I thought. If um, let's say my my followers were to be a student, she would want something cheap and also um, uh, not not time consuming. Mm. So those are the first posts I posted, like um, healthy, fast, and inexpensive uh, recipes. I mean that's a good hook. I mean for lots of students, yeah. Which I guess would be your demographic, probably. Mm. Yeah, young students like yourself, basically people in your demographic. Yeah, getting a healthy, you know, diet is really difficult in university, mm. as <laughs> I think I'm struggling with right now. Um, yeah. yeah, but yeah. So so you started with the recipes, and then what was the next step? The next step was to introduce some of the exercise that I did at home. Because 
I, I, I also thought that maybe university students would not have a lot of money to go into the gym. So I equipped myself with some like barbells, dumbbells that can be used at home. And then I kind of um, record those exercises I do at home. And I tell them that, okay, this is, these are the exercises that I'm doing and it's effective. Yeah, so very basic uh, content, I guess. Well, it might have been basic, but what was the growth like? Because I think you, you experienced some pretty good growth, no? Mm, yeah, but I would say that um, it started to grow maybe one or two years later. Okay, mm. and so how often did you post? I post I posted almost every day. So, so you posted almost every day for mm. one year? Mm. And that's when, like, only after that you experienced the, the growth? Yeah, wow. so at that point, like initially a lot of people approached they dm me they ask oh your contents are really really nice uh, i want to um, i want to follow you i want to follow your guidance and everything and um they were a pretty loyal set of like followers they keep asking me stuff every single day um i would say around that time i had like only four or five thousand followers but then it starts to peak when i um invest in more like um how to say, pretty videos. Yeah, with the help of uh, you, apparently. Ooh, okay, <laughs> this is story time, okay. So this is how G and I kind of started working together. Mm. So we both came to Japan. Okay, this is like Corona, Corona period. Yeah. Okay, we're on the bus uh, from Tokyo to Nagoya University. Mm. And then she mentions that she does um, fitness, like she has a fitness account. Fitness account. Right, and then I'm over here. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting because I, I I have experience with social media, but I've never grown my own social media. But what I do have experience with is with is with cameras and video editing and just you know running social media in a very structured way. So I offered my help, my services to <laughs> to to be like you know behind the scenes and working the camera and working with the like kind of content calendar. So we actually came up with. Uh, a content calendar or like a strategy mm. content pillars mm. to post and, and do it basically more in a structured way mm. yeah and, and that's how we like started working together on this stay home with Ling mm. Instagram and that's when I guess we, we got quite a bit of growth from that right yeah yeah, we got quite a bit of growth from that I still remember we, I had I had the goal to tell Theo that I want to have 10,000 followers by the end of uh, this year I think it was 2021 Mm. And then we worked really, really hard on that. And I mean, I, I, we got it as well. We got the 10K followers. We got followers. the 10K followers I'm as well. I'm going to put like evidence because I remember I screenshotted this. Yeah. Like specifically, it was like 10,000. We did it. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, yeah, that was pretty fun. I think it was, a, uh, our strategy, to be honest, was pretty simple. If I remember, we basically did uh, workout videos, but like specific areas. So for mm. example, today would be like... Um, leg day. Leg day. The next post will be like uh, shower days and some days would be like fast five minutes workout or sometimes it would also be like cooking recipes but in video form because I, I still remember at that time pictures and um, like, you know, is it called carousel? Carousels, yeah. Carousel is not so popular at that time anymore and people changed the content into like reels. So we started to do everything into reels and I think that's when all the videos started to like pop up everywhere, which is nice. 
I, yeah. I still remember that. Yeah. That was like exciting times. Yeah. And yeah. I guess, I mean, to a degree, also COVID time. Mm. I think uh, from my observation, a lot of online creators blew up during COVID. Mm. Uh, people like Ali Abdal, for example. I mean, he already had a following before that, but during COVID time, because everybody was like in the house, uh, they all blew up. A lot of streamers as well, right? Like in the entertainment space, people were not able to go outside. So they socialized. They had this like online kind of community. And I think that's where Stealing with Ling was pretty good because yeah. I think you built a pretty good community with your audience like in Vietnam. Mm. Yeah. And you also held like several challenges and like kind mm. of competitions. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I actually held several challenges and then got quite some followers joining that um, competition. And I also collaborated with a Vietnamese like local restaurant at that time in order to create, uh, to give them like the the reward. So... I think at that time it was like top three followers who finished all the challenge, the, day, the, the weekly challenge, can have um, weekly free meals from a restaurant called Delisa. Weekly free meals? Yeah, weekly free like meals. Unlimited free meals? Not unlimited. So you. Because there'll be a good deal. I, want, I, would, I would want that. It yeah. was a really good deal. Um, because, um, how to say? So the, the deals contain like five, five meals a week. Um, mostly people would call it during lunchtime and it can, you can have um, salad or baguette. So basically you don't have to care about your lunch if you go to work or to school. So that's why it was a really good um, challenge for the followers, I think. Did you contact the restaurant or was it like, you know, just like they contacted you? Um, I was working there once. Ah. I was working there for a few years. So um, I got pretty close to the owner. And then I offered the owner, hey, I see you um, collaborating with a, a lot of different gyms in Vietnam. And why would you collaborate? Wouldn't you collaborate with me? Because I'm, I'm a nano influencer. So it might be helpful for you to collaborate with me and maybe advertise your own um, food. So she was like, okay, that sounds nice. And she was like, she would offer, um, at that time, I think we shared half of the cost or something, I don't remember. So I still uh, contribute a little bit of that weekly pack challenge and mm. she sponsored me half for that pack challenge. So the followers didn't have to pay anything, but I paid a little bit and the restaurant sponsored a bit. Yeah. So how much did you earn through your Instagram? How much did I earn? Not, uh, not a lot, but um, I also, because um, some of the followers were very loyal and they asked me if I offer like online classes. So at, at first, I thought that, oh, uh, should I do this for free? And I didn't do that for free for a few um, followers. But then you remember in, in the beginning, in the very beginning, I, I wanted to be like an online business, right? So I started to charge um, people for online classes. Mostly it will last uh, around one to two months. Um, and I earn in Vietnamese dong, it's around... 150,000 Vietnamese dong. How much is that in? A week. Yen. Now it's 1,000 yen, I guess. Oh, no. <laughs> because of the currency. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, but mm, I got a few customers. I, I won't say how, how many, mm, but mm. yeah, I got a few customers over the years. Um, I think the most busiest time was uh, during 2021 still because that's when we were trying to grow the business, right? Yeah. Right. So if 
it's 2023 mm. okay and someone is interested or has a passion for fitness has a passion for maybe even becoming like a trainer mm. or just like a fitness so-called fitness influencer mm. what do you think that they should be doing or what kind of steps do you think they, they should do to gain a following on Instagram or like social media to like you know build it as a business build it as a business like how can they yeah become like an online fitness influencer basically that's a good question. Um, I think nowadays people have more platforms than it used to be, like TikTok, um, Instagram, Facebook, a lot of different places. And I think one of my, I would say weakness, was that I only started in and I only invested in Instagram. I didn't grow into TikTok. But nowadays, if you already have the knowledge and if you already have like maybe certain um, years of experience in fitness, I think you just just start with all kinds of platforms yeah and the most important thing is to start maybe you can learn the process on the way because when i started i didn't really have a a lot of knowledge as well but i still started anyway so i think if you don't really start anything it will not happen right so that was my mindset at that time as well i wanted to start something and i was like okay let's start it i wouldn't care about what people would say that's when in the first like i would say 100 posts I didn't show my face at all because I want some privacy and also want some like, um, I want to be, how to say? Uh, anonymous? Anonymous. Mm. Mm. And I feel more confident with that. Mm. And but, but that's the way that I, I try to put myself out there um, without uh, stopping myself from doing stuff. Right. Yeah. This, I, mean, a lot of, I mean, a lot of creators do that. Like, yeah. Um, Maybe you, you won't know them, but people like Dream. Mm. I mean, he revealed his face, but he also used to not show his face. Mm. Um, yeah, there is some... I, I think it's not necessarily that you have to show your face. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, anonymous. So, what do you think is your relationship with... You know, because at the start, I guess you were kind of doing it because you internalized a lot of like body image, like mm. things which honestly is not very healthy because it's social, mm. ima- social media body image mm. conceptions and notions. But now, what would you say is your relation with that? Has it changed along the way? Yeah, of course, it's changed a lot. I followed a lot of more healthy uh, influencers. So they try to promote like positive body image. Like they said that you don't have to be so strict about food, but still you can still exercise a lot and have your, your own ideal body. You don't have to follow anyone. If you like it, you like it. So I follow that so-called healthy influencers and it changed me a lot. And over the over the the time that I I did this right, um, a lot of young girls reached out to me saying that oh actually I don't really eat at all. I even met girls um, sending me pictures, um, uh, saying that oh this is my current body and it was not healthy at all, but I still don't eat. And I think there's a very specific term for that where you not eating and you're still trying to lose weight. I think it's called anith- anorexia. Mm, anorexia something it's a, it is an eating disorder but I, mm. I, anorexia yeah it's a, you, you, you refuse to eat mm, you refuse, refuse to, to eat. eat yeah yeah. so I even talk to some girls like that of course I'm not any kinds of like um, mm, psychologist yeah yeah I, I cannot really give any advice in terms of that so I told her like no this is actually not really good for you you should go to see maybe a doctor or someone who are more like knowledgeable about this to talk to them because um, 
like it's, it's just not healthy for you so in a way it's not just about building business for me but it's also about inspiring those girls who are not having like a very positive image of dieting and exercising to change their mindset and going to into a more like um balanced lifestyle mm. Mm, yeah i mean it's an important important message mm. and it's, it's quite interesting, right? Because I guess your passion was in fitness. Your passion was in, you know, becoming a trainer even, like doing personal training. And somehow, not somehow, but through your content and through you being you, you became a role model for these girls. Um, also because I guess you, you walked that kind of um, struggles or that kind of um, body image mm. um, um, issues in a way. Mm. Yeah, you, you struggled with that yourself. So... I guess your message kind of resonated or your content resonated with them. And that is a pretty good um, message or takeaway for anybody who is like listening or watching. It's like, you never know like whether your content will resonate with people. Maybe mm. people are a lot more similar than you think. You know, they walk the same path. They might have the same mindset. So mm. if you're kind of afraid of like starting because you, you think you don't have anything of value to add, mm. I think you just being you and you having your own um, struggles or own personality and being able to you know share that with the world or people can feel it and people will be able to find value from that i, I think yeah yeah for sure yeah. yeah speaking of like fitness influencers do you know sam sulek sam sulek yes no yeah sam sulek is one of my <laughs> one of the f- my f- well favorite fitness influ- I, I don't know what, what do you call it like it's the most interesting I would say most interesting fa- um, fitness influencer in the space right now mm. you've probably seen me watch his videos he's just this really like jacked American American dude right and and basically every day he just does a daily upload showing like his workout for the day mm. yeah and it's like really really simple like if you're thinking of, like you need like crazy production quality not really he has his phone well he used to just have his phone something that he can record audio with Mm. and then he's in the gym he just records his, his whole gym session mm. just talking to the camera being very chill oh is it the guy that he drives and also talks yes he drives and also talks uh. yeah so he's just like spitting philosophy he's like 20 21 i mm. can't remember yeah but he blew up on on all social media platforms mm. yeah because i guess people just resonated with his person okay firstly it's kind of abnormal that he's so jacked when he's like 20 or 21 <laughs> and, and but secondly he's also i guess people resonate with just him being chill talking to the camera mm. yeah and when you w- watch his content basically he's just kind of repeating like the same lessons and same yeah. things about the gym yeah which is you know you don't need like groundbreaking content i think uh, mm. you just need to be able to connect with people the audience connect mm. with the audience right and being genuine yeah yeah i think that's a nice not a nice strategy but a nice way to show show yourself as well because, I mean, it can be repetitive, but if, if people feel like, oh, I'm actually con- converse with this guy online, indirectly, it would be also a nice way to, to create your own community because they feel like you're their family or their friends in a way. So I guess that's, that's a nice um, Ooh, example. That's, yeah. There's also the whole thing about parasocial relationships, but maybe mm. we, we don't need to go down that <laughs> rabbit hole. So what, what is the future for Stay Home with Ling? So ever since I came to the new like university, I kind of like um, stopped it because I had like other projects going on as well. But um, now I do learn that because I still have that passion of like doing fitness and nutrition. I still go to gym almost every day. I still try to eat healthy 
and try to balance between like um like how to say food outside and my own like comfortable food like healthy food so i still want to share those stuff and i want to still expand my stay home with ling brand more um into more to to the world uh, not just on instagram but maybe on tiktok or maybe create my own website make it into a more structural way in the future i do really wanted to do that because it's still my passion so um, I, i don't mind rebranding as well so whatever i want to do in the future that can help stay home with ling to grow more i would do it if i and maybe after i have maybe after graduation or when i have more time i i i'm willing to sacrifice something else for this then i would definitely continue to to build the brand interesting mm. so well i know you you are kind of uh, involved with many different things mm. do you was it a conscious choice to to stop stay home with me mm. conscious or was it like oh suddenly like things got too busy and you're like okay this will take the back seat or do you like okay i i, I kind of want to do other things now so let me stop this and let me pursue other things oh Because I I struggle with this a lot, like sometimes I'm like I consciously think like oh I I should stop this because I I don't really feel interested in doing this and mm. I want to do other things, uh, but then sometimes I'm just like um, just life gets too busy and I kind of forget that I had this project that I'm starting yeah mm. and and recently I've been I've uh, been thinking a lot about you know kind of narrowing down passion projects because. Mm. Like I think even the first episode I mentioned, like you just want to do everything, right? Mm. And that's true. I I have this personality where I just want to try everything. Um, but recently, just you know, listening to different business coaches on on YouTube and stuff, they talk about being focused and and you know just trying to do one thing really really well, be world class at one thing mm. instead of trying to do everything and be world class at everything. Mm. So I'm still kind of also figuring out what that passion point is that I really want to you know double down and I focus on because. Mm. Everything looks interesting. I'm yeah. generally a very curious person, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think for me, it's like also the latter um, choice, in which I I get too busy with different things, and I unconsciously made stay home with Ling not my priority anymore. Um, but for me, I think it's also because I'm I'm willing to do so. Like I don't feel regrets. I kind of pause stay home with Ling for a while. As I believe that I can have time to do it in the future, and um, I also think that it's okay to to try different stuff, because I mean I know a lot of people they what they said that okay just choose one thing and be be good at it. But for me, I I still think that you're still young. You you're you can just try whatever you want to do. Like if you're interested in joining this club, just join it. Or if you you think that you're good at like, um, or you've never tried like let's say bouldering or climbing. Just do it. You don't have to re- be really good at it. But in the future, if you think that you can just focus on one stuff, it's okay too. If you guys are really enjoying the episode so far, please remember to like and subscribe on YouTube. Also, don't forget to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Since you've started a passion project, and I would say that you were successful in it. Mm. Yeah, 10k followers on Instagram is you know pretty big. Mm, if we want to go to 10k followers on Instagram. Please follow us at Passion Project JP. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what would you say to you know students or people who want to start their own passion project here mm. or anywhere? Mm. To be honest, I would say that um, don't think about 
like the risk or like what if um, maybe just start it because if you as I said before if you don't start it it's not going to happen right so I feel like sometimes just starting it is already 50% of the process and maybe when you start and when you start to build that then you can can learn along the way change the change the contents along the way and yeah I think I think that's the main message I want to say and also you don't really have to aim big like you don't have to have maybe like a hundred or million of followers in the first place maybe a small goals like 10k followers or even such kind of um, small achievement is already how to say be to be proud of so I would say that like Mm, whatever you do just start right away um yeah and maybe have a good team in order to make it happen you don't really need to work by yourself yeah mm, yeah have a good team yeah that's me yeah teams that's not sleeping apparently yeah a team that is not asleep a team that is sorry a team that is yeah. wide awake yeah yeah so if you guys uh enjoy this episode um, and just you know enjoy the two of us just chatting and, yeah. and talking with each other please leave a like on this video it will be really really appreciated yeah if you want to hear out like you don't like the YouTube video go and listen to us on Spotify on Apple Podcasts we are there Passion Project Japan you can follow us on Instagram at TikTok at, at Passion Project, Project JP. JP yeah and uh, thank you so much for listening guys this has been Gia's story bye bye bye